Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of Women's Football Success. I'm your host, Lynn Marie Liberty Ellington. And real quick, my disclaimer is that I am an attorney. I'm licensed to practice law in the state of Arkansas. However, I am not your attorney. Anything that has to do with women's football, whether it be on the radio show, digital, or print material, is all business information. None of this information um, creates an attorney-client relationship between us. If you have an issue of a legal nature, um, seek an attorney that's licensed to practice law in your jurisdiction with experience in your type of issue. Um, again, this is episode 1825. I'm really excited to be here. Um, we're getting ready to go into this first week of October. And so I want to share with you, get back to our calendar of what we should be doing on each team and then get into some specifics of what's going on around women's football. And a ton is happening. I'm really excited with the way that everybody has really um, stepped it up and um, is sharing information. I'm really excited about the owners meeting that's coming up in a couple weeks. And let me get to it real quick. I'm going to share with you um, the Women's Football Alliance is the largest, most successful, biggest, however you want to explain it, uh, women's football league in the nation. There's over 70 teams throughout the U.S., a lot of people still haven't heard about women's football, so it's our duty to um, let people in our community know about women's football and share that with people that don't know about it, especially people that you know have a passion for football. When they discover women's football, it's a completely different um, situation. So real quick, um, I just wanted to share with you uh, women's football and alliance tryouts for the coming week. Um, today, I record usually Monday, Tuesday. For some reason, I am having a total technology breakdown of everything. It's crazy. So um, I'll share with that, that with you in a minute, but um, I'm doing this on a di different platform. So hopefully it records everything that I'm saying, but um, we had a lot of teams that had tryouts on September 29th and 30th. Um, actually the 26th, the Knoxville Lightning in Tennessee had a tryout. Um, and then also the 29th and 30th, a lot of teams throughout the U.S. had a tryout. I'm going to talk about ones coming up because today um, you guys are going to hear this on October 3rd, which is a Wednesday. And if there's ladies out there that are interested in trying out for women's football, let me tell you, on October 6th, the Acadiana Zydeco in Lafayette, Louisiana is having a tryout. The Dallas Elite, we're having a tryout on October 6th, and I'll share some information about that. And then Jacksonville Dixie Blues in Jacksonville, Florida are having a tryout. Minnesota Vixen in Minneapolis, Minnesota, way up way up north. Hopefully it's kind of getting cool up there. And then in addition, we have the Richmond Black Widows in Richmond, Virginia, Tampa Bay, Florida, the Tampa Bay um, team in Florida. I keep, um, it's the Tampa Bay Inferno. I keep losing my words on that one. Um, and then the Utah Blitz in Salt Lake City, Utah. Now, real quick, there's a couple teams that do ongoing tryouts, so they're practicing right now, but they invite people to come to their practices and try, and try out. That would be the, um, doo -doo -doo, let me look over here. Like I said, I'm dealing with like 70 different um, technology things right now. So the Daytona Wave Runners in Daytona, Florida, and the Pittsburgh Passion. Um, go onto their websites, check them out and see, you know, connect with them individually, and they will tell you um, when their practices are happening and what's going to happen, um, what their process is. So, and then Oct 
October 7th, which is going to be, is that Sunday? October 7th, we have the Philadelphia Phantoms in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, having a tryout there. So if you ladies are interested in doing some women's football in 2019, um, if you're a little hesitant, go, go check out a tryout and see what's going on. You may be um, very surprised at, at your ability to um, be a contributor on a women's football team. So let me see. I'm trying to find my other dates. October. And then those are way on out there. Let me see here. For some reason, guys, I'll tell you what. Let me just share with you this story while I'm trying to find all this stuff. So here we go. I found it. <laughs> um, so just so you guys know, this has been a crazy week. So uh, my husband and I went to Atlanta and then on to Washington, D.C. We had a great time. Um, however, we stayed in a wonderful hotel um, right off the Potomac River um, in the National Harbor at the uh, Gaylord. I guess it's the Gaylord National Harbor. Uh, a wonderful hotel. But I'll tell you what, no matter how great the beds are, it is always great to get home. So I woke up in pain the other day. And we we're getting ready to go to the Arlington um, National Cemetery, which was beautiful if everybody get, anybody gets a chance to do it. Um, and then we um, walk out of the Lincoln. No, that wasn't it. Uh, we got off an Uber. It was crazy. I'll tell you what. There are so many darn people there. And if I cuss, I apologize. But um, we get out of our Uber to find flag football games going on in the park with the Capitol building in the backdrop, it was completely awesome. Um, so my husband videotaped it, but his video, he doesn't show the Capitol building in the back. He just says that we're in the National Mall Park. Um, in the meantime, I had to get a new cell phone because mine just puttered out. I don't know what happened. So I got this new phone like five days ago. I proceeded to leave it in the airplane on our way home. So I have no cell phone right now. So if anybody's trying to call, they need to be calling uh, Mr. Ellington's phone um, or Maria Spencer's phone or Lisa King's phone or whoever's phone. Um, but for now, don't call mine because it's just in a box on its way here. Um, with that being said, I told you a couple weeks ago, my husband touched my computer at the same time I touched it. We must have hit some buttons, changed all of my settings. So I don't know where the crap anything is. But anyway, with that being said, it has been a long week and it has been a wonderful week at the same time. So let me get back since I was able to find these um, WFA tryouts that are coming up. And um, it's my understanding that the Fusion are having their signing day on October 13th, but they're also having another tryout on October 20th. Um, but let me start at October 13th. So that's going to be next weekend. So ladies, if you're still getting ready for women's football, if you think you want to try it out, there's still tryouts going on. The Austin Outlaws in Austin, Texas are holding their tryouts on October 13th. The Derby City Dynamite in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Grand Rapids Tidal Waves in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Maine Mayhem in Portland, Maine. And the Minnesota Vixen are having another tryout on October 13th. The Rock Hill Lady Raiders of Rock Hill, 
South Carolina are having a tryout on the 13th, the Tampa Bay Inferno, the Utah Blitz again, and the La Muerte Las Cruces, New Mexico um, are having a tryout. They have like the best, if you guys get a chance to go check out their website, they do the face paint on one side of their face. It's, it's pretty spectacular, but their logo and everything really ties into it really well. Okay, so October 14th, the Flint City Riveters in Flint City, Michigan, um, are having their tryouts. So that's kind of what's happening this next two weeks. I'll, I'll do it again next week, um, but I don't want to spend too, too much time on it. The idea is, is if you are interested in women's football and you're not playing right now, go to the Women's Football Alliance at WFAProFootball.com. Go click under teams and you can do it by division or by state. And if you go by state, you'll be able to see what teams are, are around you and then check on their either their websites or their Facebook pages to see if they have any upcoming tryouts. Now, if you don't see any upcoming tryouts, that's it's not the end of the world for you. Go ahead and go into their contact page and give them a call or send a text um, and see if you can become a part of their team. Because a lot of teams, even if they haven't done a tryout yet or they've already done the ones that they're going to do for this year, um, they're bound to give you an opportunity to try out or come to a practice and see if it's something you're interested in. So I am super excited about this year. Uh, we have a ton going on. So real quick, again, after the 13th, I'm going to do, I did the 14th. I'm going to do the October 20th next week because there's no reason to get ahead of ourselves. Additional teams that are having ongoing tryouts. I talked about the Daytona Wave Runners, Daytona, Florida, Pittsburgh Passion in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Also, the Portland Shockwave um, in Portland, Oregon. Check out their team Facebook page. And then the Columbus Comets in Columbus, Ohio. Woo-hoo. Uh, my home state of Ohio. Um, check that out and um, see if there's some tryouts going on around you. Um, and I'm sure that the teams would love to give you an opportunity to play women's football. So with that being said, I'm super excited about how this week went. Um, like I said, we went out of town. We went um, on a trip, had a great time. I always wanted to see the Lincoln Monument because our family has history with uh, President Lincoln. So that was kind of cool for me. Um, but I'll tell you what, there are tons of people in Washington. You know, you see it on TV and on a, on a movie or something. And there's a few people around, not a, not a lot of people, you know, maybe 20 people sitting on the stairs of the Lincoln Monument. There were hundreds. You had to like climb through people to get up there. So um, we thought that going when school was in session would help out and there would be less people there. No, there's tons of people there. Um, but yeah, so we we went and saw something. We went to Carmine's um, down there on 7th Street. We went to Joe's Steakhouse on 15th Street. Um, amazing food. Anytime you get to go to Joe's, Shout out to Joe's Steak and Seafood. They have it in Las Vegas. It's one of our favorite, favorite restaurants. Las Vegas at the Caesars Palace. Um, we went in Chicago. We've gone in Washington, D.C. now. And last but not least, we'll have to hit Miami, Florida um, in a couple of months. But with that being said, um, I'm really excited about this week. We actually announced our girls football league, the Texas girls football um, we actually set it up as two separate entities. So we have Texas Girls Football, and then we have the Texas Girls Flag Football League. Um, because a lot of times um, 
the things things about the sport are different rules. Um, and so we wanted to leave them separate so that people that just wanted to focus on flag could focus on flag. People that just wanted to focus on tackle could focus on tackle. But we also created it to where um, we can combine them in, in ways of understanding. So the organizations are um, led separately and differently, um, but some people can um, be on the board of both leagues, if that makes sense to you. Um, we love our new logo. It's pretty awesome. Um, our uh, flag football logo should be done today or tomorrow. We have a guy that designs, um, does our design work, and um, he usually gets it back to me pretty soon. But last week he was on vacation, so um, it's going to be a couple days, and I'm going to give him time to do that because I like to go on vacation too. Um, so what is everybody doing to get ready for tryouts? Let me tell you something. So I really wanted to make sure that um, the next couple episodes were really focused on players uh, because I am a huge proponent of women football players, of having teams, having the numbers that you need on your teams to have a, a successful season, and also um, getting uh, to the stage where players can get paid. So I'm for all of those things. Um, and I hope that everybody else is too. Sorry, I've, I've had to do like three radio shows in the last couple of days, so my throat's getting dry again. But anyway, um, so I wanted to focus on players and get into these tryouts. Now, some of you veterans are still going to go out to tryouts. I really, um, really want the veterans to go out to try out. So I'm hoping that teams are having the veterans show up at the tryouts, not only to talk to rookies and talk to new people that potentially want to be on the team, but also um, I think it's important for the veterans to get their times, actually participate in the tryout, get their numbers. Let's see where you're at. Let's see if you got slower during this off season or if you uh, were working out and, and made some strides in your times. But also um, just to have that accountability for yourself to see where you're at. You know, maybe before you could you could do a, a four 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 five. Not many can, but I know a few that can. Um, but with that being said, the idea is to create that family bond, that uh, team bond with the girls from the start. So I love to see it uh, tryouts where the veterans go and actually go through the tryout. It's a great workout anyway. So hopefully these tryouts that are ho happening over the next couple of days um, are doing that. Now, potential women football players, since you're going to be hearing this on a Wednesday, what you need to be doing now is hydrating for sure. Um, you don't want to wait until the night before to hydrate or the day of. It's too late. Um, now, even if you do hydrate, even if you do eat the best and work out the best and give yourself rest. Um, it's still possible for you to not have a fun tryout. That's not, that's not the point of what the tryout is. And I, I think I speak for most teams when I say this, um, some teams are looking for just a few people, five or six people, other people, other teams are looking for 20 to 30 girls. So the idea is to go out and show that you can be a team player that you appreciate constructive criticism, not just crappy criticism is what I call it. Um, but also just to see if, you know, your personality 
meshes well with the coaches and the coaches mesh well with you, um, that the other players are really um, caring and want to teach you. Um, you really need to see if your the team environment that you're trying out for is really for you. Because if you think about it, you're going to be spending two to three days, two to three hours at a time with these people. That doesn't include, you know, fundraising events and promotional events and family fun nights, etc. Some teams do those things. So it's very important. Um, I, I think the tryout is most important for personality, um, making sure that your personality and the team's personality mesh well. Um, you know, if a team has clicks and you're not into that, then move on. Um, if you are totally into that, then then that might be the place for you. Um, there's some teams that are looking for um, people that they can teach and people that are willing to learn. Um, other teams are looking for people that are, you know, have five to seven, 10 years of experience. Um, and you'll be able to tell pretty fast which teams that those are and if you have the requisite skills and training to be on the team. Um, but you're not going to know unless you try. So I suggest that if you have any interest in women's football, that you go and give this a try because you are going to regret um, not trying if you don't do it. Um, I, I strongly believe that if you have a passion for something, if it really, you know, if it's something that you've thought of before and you try to push it away and, and not think about it and then it comes back and you really want to do it, then it's something that you have to try. You have to uh, go do that tryout and see what happens. Most people, in my experience, have made the team when they try out for women's football. The reason I say that is because women's football needs numbers. If you look out, if you're watching um, men's football right now, NFL, I mean, you're looking at 50, 60 players, you guys, 55 players, 53 players. Um, but women's football, um, we're looking for a quantity of players because some years it's difficult to get a quantity of players. And we want that quantity of players to not just be a number, but also be educated and learning about the sport of football. Um, I'm so excited about this year. I, I can't even tell you how excited I am. Um, the tryouts are a huge opportunity for women. Um, I look at women's football almost as a empowering, uh, sport program because it allows women to do things that they never thought they could do or that their parents told them they couldn't do, or somebody in high school or college said, you're not able to play football because you're a girl. So I love that all these women are breaking that barrier and empowering themselves to go out and do things that people told them they couldn't do. Uh, because that's really uh, when you grow as a person is um, showing not only people on the outside, but showing yourself that you can do things that people didn't think you could do. Um, and it happens all the time for women. So um that is one of the reasons why we started the Texas girls football um, because we feel that it's a great opportunity to let girls play on a, the level um, of competition with other girls. Um, you see a lot of times even now that a couple girls, maybe one or two girls are on a boys football team. And as they get older and the boys get stronger, faster, whatever, that um, the girls take on 
um, less roles in a boys football team. So what a great opportunity to provide uh, girls football for a team of girls where everybody is competing, competing at the same level. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, we've been working on that for a long time and um, it's finally come to fruition and rocking and rolling. We've already got girls signing up to play football and we um, are making, you know, making some connections and partnering with some great organizations. And that'll be coming out here in the next couple of weeks. But we are super excited about girls and women playing football. So let's talk about um, upcoming things. I want to click over here. Hold on just a second. I'll tell you what, this has been crazy with this, um, with the uh, technology issues. So I apologize if it takes me a moment because some of my stuff is in one place and now it's, I, I have to go get it in a different process. So let's see here. I am going to click on this. So a lot of you guys may or may not know that um, we produce the Women's Football Success newsletter for team owners. And um, we are getting ready to set up the Women's Football Success for players, coaches, and staff. Um, because you guys have completely different things that you're that are important to you, so I am ready to give this to the players. Um, but I just wanted to pull out here. So, and this, these are things that I set up for the owners. What the what should your women's football team be doing right now? And um, so I just want to put this out to women football players. So, your calendar is going to be a little different than an owner when it comes to being a successful female football player. Now, the teams are focusing on tryouts, right? And you may or may not be focusing on tryouts. If you are a female football player um, veteran, go to the tryouts. Get your numbers. Know where you're at. Because depending on how your team works, you may or may not be the number one um, in the number one position um, on the depth chart if you are not participating and, and trying to be at 100% because some of these new girls may come in and take your spot. And it should always be that competitive. There should always be um, a reason to have, to be bettering yourself physically for women's football. So although team players are not focused on how to do a tryout, a team player should be focused on going to a tryout and getting your numbers. Um, if you are trying to be a paid female football player, this shouldn't even be an option. This should not be, this shouldn't be, oh, I might go, I might not go. You want to go uh, because you want to know your numbers and you want to get better before January when practices are really underway. So for female football players, not only are owners trying to reestablish relationships with past sponsors, but female football players should be doing the same. Okay. On, on a, on a women's football player calendar, you should have reestablishing relationships with past sponsors. Now, if you have somebody that paid a sponsorship for you before, what you need to do is evaluate or determine if that company got what they paid for. 
When that company paid $200 or $500 or $1,000 to sponsor you as a player, did they get what they paid for? If not, you either need to really quickly rectify that and fix it so that they know, so that they have gotten what they paid for, or you're going to have to be setting up a new relationship with a new sponsor or paying to play. That's unfortunately the option. So your goal is to reestablish those relationships with past sponsors. Ideally, if you already had a sponsor last year that gave you $500 as a player sponsor, you want to reconnect with that person so that you know that they're going to give that sponsorship again, okay? But don't stop there, okay? Please don't stop there. So if you already have somebody that's given a sponsorship and they're happy with what they've gotten in exchange for that sponsorship, go and ask a couple more people for sponsorship. You might be able to get two or three additional $500 sponsorships. Hello, that's what you need. That's what you want. Anybody that is concerned about the player fees, anybody that's concerned about having enough money to pay to play needs to be going and establishing relationships with sponsors or reestablishing relationships with past sponsors so that that you can lift that burden off your shoulder because you don't know how many teams I talk to and how many players I talk to that say that the financial part of it is a, an issue. Um, so let's start taking away that issue. Let's start um, erasing that issue by going out and getting a couple more sponsors. Now, okay, so let's say last year you had to pay your own way to play. Some teams... Player, it, it's crazy how this happens. Hold on just a second. Some players can go out and they don't even worry about the $300,000, $500,000, $700,000 sponsorships. They talk to people and say, hey, will you sponsor me for 50 bucks?" You can't believe how many people will sponsor for 50 bucks or $25 even. You need 20 people to sponsor you 25 bucks. Do you have 20 friends that have 25 bucks? That's $500 piece of cake done. I'll tell you what, ladies, you guys have some great opportunities to make money in women's football and they're passing you by. You need to connect with those sponsors. So, hey, what happens if you go and talk to a sponsor and they say, nope, sorry, can't do it now? Still be respectful, still connect with them. And each year still reestablish a relationship because you never know when that organization is going to have an extra thousand dollars or is is interested in partnering with women's football because they finally heard enough about it that um, they're interested in doing it. OK, so even if you go to a place and they don't want to sponsor you right now. OK, I understand. Um, I would love it if you would come to a game and see what we do. And then maybe next year you'll change your mind. What's wrong with that, ladies? Totally happen. Okay, so that's a big thing for players to do. Um, the other part of that is not only sponsors, but let's talk about connecting with new organizations. Um, what I suggest, and nobody has to do this, but I have a suggestion 
that some teams maybe could use to connect with the community. And, and I'm just winging it here on this idea, but what if five teammates, let's say you have a team of 50 players, and you guys find five other teammates that want to sponsor or want to connect with a new organization, a nonprofit of some kind. And then those five people are responsible for connecting with that organization, setting up something for the players to do with that organization. And that, and then it's reciprocal. So you have five people that are going and doing the Ronald McDonald house. And you have five girls that are in the um, Susan G. Komen um, program. Now you guys can cross together and maybe support each other's um, values and get to know each other a little bit more. But what a huge opportunity for you to get your face out as a female football player. Um, you can always, you know, take pictures and, and post those up that these five players are uh, are walking for Susan G. Komen or however that would be. But um, really think outside the box in connecting with these new organizations, because I'll tell you what, um, just to just to kind of get off topic for a second, but in Dallas, Texas, now everybody knows that we there were teams there. We were on the Lone Star Mustangs. That was in 2008 through 2011, 2012, okay? There were teams in women's football before then, the Dallas Diamonds, um, the North Texas Fury. I mean, just teams. Can you believe that? There are people still today that have never heard of women's football in Dallas, Texas. And this has been going on, going on for years in Dallas, right? So I can tell you, if you are a new team, um, there's this novelty with, oh my gosh, women's football. Um, so connecting with new organizations that have not heard about you, bam, it's a huge opportunity for you guys to get your name out there and get connected with with the community. Um, the other thing, and kind of on the same uh, lines as this, on what a player should be doing right now. Begin, well, obviously get connected with your team, stay connected during this off season, but start thinking about events that could be happening as the season starts and as your team, you know, make uh, gets into shape and, and starts to work together. Um, it's a great time for you guys to start looking at different events that are going to happen um, in the coming season. Okay, so let's talk about this. I am so excited about women's football. Okay, another thing that I really want women football players to think about, okay? You have so many opportunities um, to get your name out there and really promote yourself as a female football player. Um, I don't want, you know, obviously you have to talk to your team owners and, and look at your contract that you signed as a team player. Um, but because depending on what your contract says, will determine what you can do out in the public. Um, some teams have, um, you know, authority to, uh, they get all the pictures uh, of the team and players may or may not be able to put those pictures up on their Facebook page. I don't know. Whatever your team contract is, I'm not telling you to go against it in any way, shape or form. But many of the um, 
teams have a contract in place that allows you to go out and promote yourself as a player. This could be in various ways. So um, I don't know if they want um, a lot of the girls are really shy about what they've done and what they, you know, what they've accomplished. But um, teams in the past that we have owned have had several women that have become very successful in, in and outside of women's football. Miss um, Jones was the winner of I Want to Work for Diddy as a women's football player. She wore her Mustangs jersey on um, on the show. That was pretty exciting. We've also had some Olympians on our teams. We have also had other people that participated in reality shows. Um, shout out to Des, Desiree Allen, who is part of the Dallas Elite um, and continues to do great work with the team. She is also a female football coach at a high school. And she was also featured on what was Undercover Boss with um, Primetime. And it was amazing because they, he, you know, he played a person that was interested in becoming a coach and she was very nice and, and humble to him. Um, but shout out to these ladies that have um, represented themselves well and represented women's football um, with grace. Um, and uh, so I, I don't want people to think, oh, this is, you know, I can become a reality star if I do this. That's not the case. The idea is to let you know that there are definitely opportunities and avenues that open themselves to you for being a part of women's football. And um, this is a really exciting time for women's football. I think huge things are going to happen in 2019. And so, ladies, you need to get ready and um, be able to put your best self out there because it doesn't matter much about which team you're on if you are great. And that is not only great on the football field, that is great off of the football field. A great teammate, a great parent, a great student, a great teacher, um, a great employee, all those things go into it. And that's, you know, everyone has their different perception about, you know, being the best they can be. But it's very important for women's football that we put our best foot forward and share that as a league um, so that when people come and see our team or come and see another team, they are seeing great athletes out there on the field. And it's really exciting to um, for women to have this opportunity, especially today, uh, because a lot of companies are taking, um, taking notice. They really are noticing that women are playing football and um, – it's pretty cool. Um, another thing that you guys might want to check out is there's a, I mean, things are coming out weekly about women in football. Um, another one was um, a girl that is, she does the media, internet media for the Detroit Lions. She, the, I'm not saying that she was on my team or anything. I'm saying that she was part of women's football and the Women's Football Alliance. She is a correspondent for the Detroit Lions. This is her fifth season, it says in the commercial. Um, but she played for the um, Dark Angels. 
in Detroit um, for two seasons because she felt it was super important. She wanted to be a part of football, NFL football, but she felt that getting the experience on the field, getting tackled, getting shoved, getting pushed around, missing block, you know, blocks and stuff like that, that it would allow, well, I guess would not allow people to tell her, you don't know what you're talking about. Because now she can say, I do know what I'm talking about. I've done it. So I think that that shout out to her for her um, ability to um, use this opportunity as a learning experience and also to make sure that she can solidify herself as a person with knowledge uh, about football. So I want to thank you guys um, for listening today. Again, this is episode 1825. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please send them to us. Um, we get a couple um, each week, and then I try to address those through the things that I present on the radio show or on the um, website. So real quick, our radio show is hosted by Blog Talk Radio. Shout out to BJ. Shout out to um, CJ Hawk uh, Radio Show. And then also... I'm. I'm I'm trying to think of my website. Um, so you go to, so it caught me off guard. Anyway, um, so Blog Talk Radio, Women's Football Success. This is episode 1825. You can also go to supersmallbiz.com, which is where um, I have a lot of my consulting stuff for uh, super small businesses, which is exactly what a fem- uh, women's football team is all about, is being a super small business. If you go to supersmallbiz.com, you can click down on the um, tab that says women's football. Um, There are free, free, free resources. Let me say free, free resources for women's football teams and players. There's also resources for coaches and support staff. We spend a lot of time getting kind of the foundational stuff for our women's football teams out there because I wanted to have that out there for teams to be um, thinking about it over the last couple of weeks and really starting to implement um, some of the strategies and tips that we have. Um, I don't want anybody to think at any time that these are only my ideas. A lot of these ideas, um, you know, I connect with other owners and they make suggestions. Um, there are thousands of ways to do fundraisers, um, but I try to provide you guys with the ones that are have worked out the best or the ones that have made the most money. Um, And the reason that I try to kind of go through these things first and make sure um, I'm giving you the best information is so that you guys don't waste time. You know, some of these teams took three, four, five, eight years to realize, oh my gosh, this fundraiser isn't working or the way we do tryouts isn't working. Um, So we try to connect with you guys and show you what you, or suggest what you should do. You don't have to take those suggestions. We're just trying to kind of keep you guys from wasting time. Um, But if you want to do those fundraisers, they may be a huge success. Um, So I applaud you guys for being in women's football because um, it takes a great entrepreneur with a creative mind that's willing to think outside the box. Um, Same thing with players. You know, players that play women's football, you know, not everybody um, has the ability to play football. And they look at the players 
as kind of a representative of women in, in, in some instances um, of being able to empower those women to go out there and do something that other women can't do uh, physically or mentally. Um, so shout out to the female football players that keep coming back every year, hoping for um, new opportunities and changes in women's football. I appreciate you guys' time. You guys have a great week and um, check us out. Like us on Facebook. We're, we've set up a Facebook group, but I'm, I have it closed. So you guys have to ask to join it. And we have a couple more things coming in the next couple weeks, but I cannot announce them yet. So um, I'll be on my toes waiting to announce them. Uh, and we will see what happens in this 2019 season. You guys have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.